Nice. We got a bracket. We got a script. We got an intro. Um, real quick, can I tell you that chimney joke? Go ahead, Sam. You know how much it costs to add a chimney to your house? It depends. Sometimes it's on the house and sometimes it's through the roof. Get the fuck out of here. Welcome to the second best show. I'm Bobby Downey, and I'm here with my second best co-host, Sam Cohen. Hey, hey. And Ori Aviv. Hello, world. And every episode, we decide the second best of a new topic. Join us as we rank, debate, and eliminate eight contenders head-to-head in three rounds and decide what we think is the second best. So, get ready to pack your backpacks, grab your camera, grab your sunblock, grab your bug repellent, grab your special thick socks for walking, grab your sandals, grab your walking stick. It's time to talk second best national monuments. It's summer vacation time, baby. Let's get started. Ah, you guys, the sun is out. It's summertime. Time to put on your tank tops. Yep. Get rid of those farmer's tans. Go outside. Put on the the sunglasses. Flip-flops. Shorts. Yeah. Pack up your, like, igloo cooler. Instagram is trying to get me ready for... um, trying to get me ready for summer by uh, having me buy a bunch of shorts um, that are increasingly shorter and shorter. And I don't think Instagram is going to be happy until I finally buy like a six inch inseam and like my butt is hanging out the back. Get those Daisy, get those Daisy Dukes. Welcome to summer vacation. Well, this is, it's summertime officially. And this is what we're calling our uh, second best summer vacation block. We're kicking it off. Not every episode will be uh, of this theme, but many episodes will be of this theme. And that's a second best show guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to try to keep things summery, Um, you know, light, uh, airy, Um, light, loose, full of juice. Yes. Um, I am sitting here in my board shorts. How about you guys? I am sitting here in your board shorts i'm wearing a sarong only a sarong in a hammock and i just spilled a capri sun all over myself (laughs) well put on that rash guard let's uh let's get going all right what are we talking tonight gentlemen so uh we are we are kicking off um our summer vacation series uh with uh planning a vacation to national monuments we're gonna get loaded up in the station wagon fill it to the brim with shit and head out on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And so you, uh, along with us, can pretend that you have just saddled up to the attraction kiosk full of pamphlets. And we're going to decide on where we're going to spend the second best summer vacation, a national monument. It's got to be, it's got to be within, it's national. So it's got to be within the United States. Also, uh, we've got a, a square and a rectangle situation here. A national monument is so a national park could be a national monument, but a national monument is not necessarily a national park. So uh, some things that we will talk about sounds like sound like national parks and sometimes they are, but they are specifically national monuments. All right. Theme today is second best national monuments. Um, as always, we will rank, debate, and eliminate eight contenders head-to-head in three rounds with two different themes and decide what we think is the second-best national monument. Before we talk about, uh, uh, before we get into it, um, let's talk about uh, 
what our themes are and, and uh, what, what makes a national monument the second best? Well, I'll tell you what makes it the best, the gift shop. All right, so uh, for, for my money, here's what makes the best or the second best or just a, in general a good national monument. Um, lots of stuff to do, a variety of stuff to do, lots of fun things to do. Um, so like lots of like little activities and stuff, especially if you got a kid, you want like things for the kids to do. Lots. Lots. You want to be overwhelmed. I want to be You're so... saying lots a lot. Yes, I want to be overwhelmed. I want to be like smacked over the head with National Monumentness. Bobby, what about you? What, what do you think makes makes a good national monument uh i think a a grandiose visage um i think there's an aspect of some of these like that we've got on the list that we'll get into um are like miracles of nature and um yeah i just that that's really what i'm about these days is um i'm not like getting at it getting after it and like doing crazy hikes or like off-roading or anything like like any like crazy stuff like that but are you um are you taking it to the limit yeah i'm a, i'm pushing to the limit real weekend warrior over here um <laughs> uh so um guys i think we just have the one lockout right one two three statue, statue of liberty. liberty okay can I, I I will offer why I chose Statue of Liberty and see if you guys agree or not. Because of Ghostbusters 2, mainly. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Uh, it's actually because I just don't want to talk about it anymore. It's it's the one <laughs> it's the one and done, right? It's like the it's the you like you close your eyes. Everyone close your eyes right now. If you're listening, if you're if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But um and uh uh imagine you know like national monument okay it's a statue of liberty right yes ding 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 okay so we all know what it looks like we all know uh what it's uh i don't know i'm just i'm just i'm just done i'm just done with it it was it was my way of not talking about it this episode i admit yeah so fuck off huddled masses (laughs) (laughs) i like what it stands (laughs) Oh, it's too late, buddy. You can't go back. You already said it. You said what you said. As the mo- yeah, that's true. What's cool? What's cool about it, Sam? Okay, so I'll tell you what's cool about it. I don't know how else to say that. How else to say this? But like, it's very, it's very big. Um, <laughs> and for when it was created and how it was created and how it was moved from France to America, it's just like that's a that's a wonder of like that's a man made. Uh, wonder right there like that's that's something it's not as impressive as going to the moon but it's the same thing it's like people said you couldn't move a statue we moved a statue like it's 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 gigantic also when when it was actually built it wasn't green it was it was gold the the reason why um the reason why it's green now is because it's it, it's actually made of like copper and the oxidization made it um made it green but no she now she has like a nice patina you know <laughs> I imagine there were some sad folks in like a, a a building where the sun hit the statue literally just right when she was gold, and they're like, "Oh God, <laughs> oh we gotta move." Thanks a lot, France. <laughs> so we got two rounds. Um, our two rounds are theme for round one is most edutaining. Second round, we're gonna talk best slideshow. 
Most entertaining round one or first matchup, Mount Rushmore versus the Grand Canyon. One is Grand, the other is Mount. Mountain versus Canyon. <laughs> Fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're it's brochure time, gentlemen. Yes, let's pick up the brochure for it's the top one. Yeah, I pick up the pamphlet for Mount Rushmore. It feels wet. I don't know. Like it's the last one. I guess I'll just hang on to it. <laughs> and what's it say? Majestic figures of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln, surrounded by the beauty of the Black Hills of South Dakota, tell the story of the birth, growth, development, and preservation of this country. From the history of the first inhabitants to the diversity of America today, Mount Rushmore brings visitors face to face with the rich heritage we all share. Rich heritage. Yes. Oh, fa- well, actually, yeah, you had me at face to face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Rushmore is 75 years old, and it's got the faces of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. Wait. That's right. 75. Were any of them alive during the... This is a stupid question. I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> 75 years ago would have been... No. Teddy Roosevelt? R- Roosevelt? This doesn't seem like something Roosevelt would be into, considering his whole stance on, uh, you know, preserving nature. Yeah, it would be very anti... Anti-Roosevelt. <laughs> um, yes, on conservation. Father of... Teddy Roosevelt, like father of conservation, and they're like <laughs> drilling into a hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what if we just took some dynamite and we blew half a mountain off and then we just put their faces on it? <laughs> uh, no, Teddy Roosevelt died in 1919. Okay. So, uh, so he would have not been alive to shed a single tear. Okay, so it was over his dead body. Yeah, it was literally over his dead body, yes. Second best spinning in his grave. <laughs> second best grave spin oh guys put a pin in that we're coming back to it <laughs> yeah we're coming back to that for sure guys can i can i can i be that guy for a second can i be debbie downer for a second wait wait before you do that raise your hands who's been who's who's actually so we've we've all done our research we've all read about this okay but who's actually been i have never been yeah, I've never been. I have never been to this one. So we're starting with one, admittedly, no, you know, we, we haven't been at, but. What, you think I'm made of money? You think I've gone to all of these national <laughs> national monuments? <laughs> Let's move on. We can we can keep going. Go ahead, Sam, be that guy. Be, 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 be Debbie Downer. I want to hear. Yes. Okay. So I will keep this short, but we will have links in the show notes um, for the sordid history of Mount Rushmore. Um, but in a nutshell, it was created by Gutzon uh, Borglum. I'm not making that name up. Gutzon Borglum. <laughs> um, and while he had no ties to the Confederacy, he did have ties to white supremacists and the KKK. Uh, well, then. <laughs> uh, well, his name is also like the the first thing that pops up when you try to randomly generate a D&D character name and then you pass on it. <laughs> I kind of like, I, I think it would take us too long, but I'd be interested in doing an anagram, uh, trying to figure out what his name is an anagram. Oh, we can do that right now. It takes two seconds. Second best tangent. 
Borg Glut Munoz. Brutum Gogol Zin. Bert Glum Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> Bozo Glum Grunt. And you know what's funny is that like his name sounds like one of these anagrams. Like it doesn't make yeah, any more yeah, sense. Yeah, you might as these. well just exactly. Yep. His yeah. Yeah. Bert Gum Logo Zin. Blot Gumong Rose. Bit GM Uzo Rung. <laughs> Bloom Rug Tug Zin. This sounds like a Star Wars character. Bit Gog Raz Unum. Yeah, that's going to be in, in the Mandalorian uh, season seven. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, that guy's a piece of shit. And also the uh, uh, the creation of Mount Rushmore. It's geographically located in the Black Hills, which were sacred, which are sacred to the Lakota Sioux. Um, and uh, the land was just unceremoniously taken from them. Twas ever thus. It, it, hor- horrible stuff. We should we should play. This is a perfect episode to play. Is it racist? <laughs> the answer is always yes. <laughs> the answer, yeah. If I were a betting man, nine out of ten, the answer is yes. That game is just like the magic eight ball, but every time you use it, it's the only thing in there is just the thing that says yes. <laughs> um, all right. So edu- so let's let's lean into our theme here. Um now, not having been there. Okay, that's fine. I'm sure it is educational when when you go there. I don't think. I wonder how much they educate you about the sordid stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I assume that it's 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 a good opportunity to uh, talk about these individuals and what they have, what what the history of 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 the country and what these individuals have done, uh, good or bad, right? It's an opportunity to say, hey, this person was good here, but bad here, you know? Um, and uh, also look at uh, the type of, like, just look at like this engineering Marvel. That's kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of entertaining, right? Because it's like, it's something to look at. It's a big thing. It's pretty marvelous. But I wonder if it like, if the drop off is pretty steep, no pun intended. <laughs> um, in terms of like, this is this is entertaining, or I'm having fun, and now I've seen it, and I'm not having fun anymore. There's a bit of a yeah, you know, you're there for like ten minutes, and then you like long sigh, just. <sighs> All right, I guess uh, we head back to the car. Or <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Waffle House, or so you guys want some Sonic? Or, uh... <laughs> So we drove, we drove 24 hours, uh, four days with five kids and a dog in the car. And we spent 15 minutes here. And uh, now what? Now we go get shakes. Um, who's on your own personal Mount Rushmore? Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you uh, time to think about it. Here's who would be on mine. Steve Harwell, Kevin Coleman, um, Paul DeLee, and Greg Camp, otherwise known as Smash Mouth. Ooh. Uh, smash Mount Rushmore? No, smash, smash, <laughs> smash more Mount, smash more Mount, smash more, Mount, smash mouth more, smash mouth more. I like it. Actually, I hate it. But <laughs> and do you guys have a personal Mount Rushmore? It would it would literally be four faces of um Super Dave. Come <laughs> <laughs> to Mount Super Dave Osborne. You know what? I'm going to go all Muppets. I think I'm going to go Kermit the Frog. <gasps> That's good. 
Okay, Bobby wins. Kermit the Frog deserves to be up there. I'm going to go Rizzo the Rat. Underrated Muppet. Uh, Helps carry a Mm -hmm. Muppet Christmas Carol, among other things. Um, I'm going to go Cookie Monster. Classic. Funny. I I don't know. There's there's a half an umbrage card here because he is... he is of Muppet material, but he's not of Muppet brand. I mean, well, I mean, it's all Jim Henson workshop stuff. Like they're all made the same. Like, I mean, of Muppets. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're all Muppet DNA. It's just different brands. Like, okay. Kermit the Frog used to be on Sesame Street. Oh, no shit. Yeah. He used to be like a, uh, like a roving reporter. And then he would show up and just be in like silly skits as like Kermit the Frog as like this report. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to round it out with some Cookie Monster and uh, Gonzo. Throwing Gonzo out there. Because the nose. Oh, it's got to be Gonzo. I was hoping you were saying Gonzo. It's got to be Gonzo. Yeah. 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 The nose, because that would just be like an engineering marvel if they could carve his nose uh, into mm-hmm. the mountain. And then also, if it broke, that's funny. So it's on brand. I was I was about to suggest that we do second best Muppet one day, but I I couldn't pick one. Yeah, we could, yeah, no. Like, how could we possibly? Yeah, I mean, they're all first yeah. best. Okay, so uh, uh, versus who do we? Who's it? Uh, who's it up against? Who's Mount Rushmore up against here? It's Mount Rushmore versus the Grand Canyon. Have okay, raise of hands. Who's oh? Who's been at the? Who's been here? Who's been at the Grand Canyon? I have never been. Never been, man. Never been. What? What? You guys, it's right. It's right there. Ori, have you been? I have. Oh, oh. Tell us about your experience. Uh, it was one of those things where we where we drove and drove and drove and drove and drove and and it was like we went there and we saw it and then we got back in the car and like left, which is super on brand. If <laughs> if you ever met my uh my. My family, um, it's super on brand, and uh, I kind of regret that because it would have been a lot of fun to do activities there. Like, uh, I don't know, I would love to like raft or like you know whitewater raft or or do some cool shit down there. But we just kind of like yeah. So there's a lot of like hiking, and exploring, and trails, yeah, yeah. and like other things to see, right? Like lots to learn. Uh, yeah, lots of rangers to explain interesting facts and yeah things about the area with you. Oh, I would annoy the hell out of a ranger there. I would be asking all of the questions. Can you explain the uh, outline of the strata here to me? I'm just curious. Uh, what are we looking at here? Is that a... <laughs> uh, yeah, so a lot. You, so there's a lot to do, Sam. Ding, ding, ding. A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah, a lot to do. And also, there's just a lot of canyon. Like, there's just a lot of it. Yeah, there is. It's pretty grand. Um, I think this is this would be like the one place where I would really nerd out on geology. And I'll be like, let's let's learn about rocks right now. Totally. 100 percent. Yeah. Buy some books about rocks. Do you guys want to hear a a little snippet from uh, the official website for the Grand Canyon? Please. Yes, yes, yes. Located in Arizona, Grand Canyon National Park, National Park encompasses 277 miles or 446 kilometers. If you're nasty, it says that on the website of the Colorado River and adjacent uplands. The immense Grand Canyon is a mile deep and up to 18 miles wide. Layered bands of colorful rock reveal millions of years of geologic history with unmatched vistas from the rim. You guys, you could take like a donkey down in there. 
a mule, whatever. Um, do you guys, hey, so do you guys think you could, um, if you like drove, if you took like a really fast car, like let's say you were fast and you were furious, would you, would you be able to, do, do you think you'd be able to, to, to jump, uh, to jump the, the Grand Canyon? Yeah. But like, you kind of have to like do a little like, whoop, like as you're, as you're jumping it, like you got to jump with the car. Oh yeah. Otherwise it won't, it won't go. I get, no, I mean, yeah, it needs, it needs that little extra. A little extra um so i have not been there but i have heard that there is now a um a glass platform that you could stand on that like hovers over the canyon part of it um and i'm all in like i i want to do that i want to like break dance on that glass uh no it's gonna be a, that's that's gonna be a hard pass for me bud i'm not standing on a glass nothing over anything <laughs> especially doing a, a headstand or like the worm on it no i'm putting down i'm putting down cardboard i'm putting up a boom box and i'm break dancing on that glass did it look cool yeah um i i have a a, a morbid fact about the grand canyon that i would like to share Ooh, ooh love a morbid fact <sighs> 53 people have fallen into the grand canyon <laughs> that seems low honestly that seems <laughs> seems pretty low. Yeah, that's low to you. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah that does seem low. Really? Because I'm wondering how do you how do you fall in? I I don't. It's humans. How do they not fall in? It's a giant goddamn hole in the earth. I just like people are gonna fall into it. Yeah, I mean, there's a hole. You fall into <laughs> it. I mean, that's the first thing you do. I, I guess that's the whole call of the void thing. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Or or you're just like not paying attention. Then whoa 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 whoa. But I I don't know. Uh, okay, so cue the really tense um, reality show music. Um, I think for me, if I had to pick something to um, edutain me, I think I'm going to go Grand Canyon. I want to learn about like uh, the geology, how it became preserved, like like how it you know became a national monument, um, all that stuff. I, I find like fascinating and just you know. Um, to get really nerdy, how our parks departments like maintain and run that, you know, and keep people safe. And yeah, so I, I want to know everything about it, basically. So I think that's the Grand Canyon for me, baby. I'm going to tell you on that. Um, I'm uh, I'm going Grand Canyon also for exactly the same reasons. Worry? You know, you've got Mount. No, it's Grand Canyon. It's Grand Canyon. Yeah, it's Grand Canyon. Yeah, it has to be. Get fucked. Mount Hushmore. <laughs> Second matchup. Bobby, tell us who's our next contestant. Sisters. The next matchup in a bloody fight for monument supremacy. It is the Lincoln Memorial versus Craters of the Moon. All right, guys. I'm going to give you. So we're in the we're in the pamphlet aisle of um, Costco. Like, ooh, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm enticed. Ooh. 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 You guys want to hear a little bit, a little tidbit from the pamphlet of the Lincoln Memorial? I got it right here in front of me. Just reading it right here in front of me. Okay. So this is in quotes. In this temple, as in the hearts of the people for whom he saved the union, the memory of Abraham Lincoln is enshrined forever. End quotes. Beneath these words, the 16th president of the United States sits immortalized in marble as an enduring symbol of unity, strength, and wisdom. 
also super sexy, you guys. Total smoke show. Oh, he's smoldering. Yeah, he's got like Ooh-wee. a little bit of like a Harry Styles in 20 years kind of thing. I got uh, a special request. Um, Marcel asked me to ask you guys if the Lincoln Memorial, if Abe Lincoln has a butthole underneath the like pants and there's just like pants covering the butthole. Um, no, he's a statue. You know, it, uh, as far as I, I know, it is uh, anatomically correct. And in the right lighting, <laughs> you can you can see a little bit of his moose knuckle. <laughs> he does look like he needs to poop, though. Oh, he's unhappy. Yeah, he's 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 very unhappy. It looks like a guy who got uh, it's just got a lot going on. <laughs> can I tell you my favorite fact about the about uh, the Lincoln Memorial? Please. Yes, you can. Underneath the Lincoln Memorial um, is something called the Undercroft. Yeah, it is. Uh, due to water seeping through the calcium carbonate within the marble, over time, and I'm going to quiz you guys on this, stalactites and stalagmites have formed within it. Which one's a stalactite and which one's a stalagmite? Uh, stalactites are at the ceiling because they hold on tight, and stalagmites are on the ground. That is correct. Yes. Woo! Stalactoids? 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 Stalagnoids? It's also where um, there is some, apparently, um, depending on who you ask, there is also some some treasure to be uh, raided um, or some tombs to be raided uh, underneath. Allegedly. Do you think do you think we could steal the Lincoln Memorial? The entire. What are we? David Copperfield over here? I don't know. Yeah. Like like Carmen Sandiego. Yeah. Like what? (laughs) Why? Why? Why stop at just the. Set the Declaration of Independence. Like, let's go big or go home, you know? Where would you... Okay, let's say you stole it. Mm -hmm. Where would you put it? I would put it in front of my house for Halloween, and I would, like, give it, like, a little, like, sexy sexy skeleton outfit, and nobody would be the wiser. Like, nobody would have any idea. And for Christmas, I would give it, like, a Santa beard. The fucking Lincoln Memorial? Is that the Lincoln Memorial? You're like, it's a Lincoln Memorial. It's skinny Santa. Don't weight shame him. It's CrossFit Santa. Um, Skinny Santa. I would get a couple of those like uh, 10-foot skeletons. I've been popular the last few years from Home Depot, the Home Depot 10-foot skeletons, and, and you know put a couple of those around it, you know? <laughs> See, nobody would know. Okay. Nobody, so, nobody would know. Have you guys been to the Lincoln Memorial? I have. I have. Have you? I have not. Man, I don't know. A while back, I went there with uh, my family, and we did a... Um, like monuments tour around DC of like uh, at night. It was a night tour. Everything lit up and oh, nice. Um, it was very cold, <laughs> but uh, everything was really beautiful and 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 it was a fun time. Um, the, uh, the I'd say this is one of the things that I would recommend seeing if you're there. Nice. Or what do you think of it? I uh, I thought it was cool. <laughs> I was I was impressed. Uh, but, uh, it's cool. What, what I found interesting was the, like the, 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 so like when you're there and you're, and you're standing by the Lincoln Memorial or whatever, that's, there's like no other fanfare around it, like in the immediate, like surrounding, right? Like you're Mm -hmm. there and there's just like, Mm -hmm. like floor space around, around it everywhere except for it. And there's no other thing to look at. 
I mean, you can like turn around and you'll see the National Mall and whatever, right? Like it's all right there, I think. But um, yeah, no, you're right. Yep, it's at the end of the National Mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. So, but when you're just kind of like there, that's like it. It's all. It's all there is. I, I think that's kind of just an interesting thing that was I remember about being there. Uh, do you guys remember in uh, one of the the, the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie? Um, at the end, uh, Mark Wahlberg comes back and, uh, like he's at the national, he's at the Lincoln Memorial and the Lincoln Memorial is like a, like an ape. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a giant ape. Yeah. 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 It's an ape sitting on the, sitting on the chair instead. Yeah. Yep. That's all. Oh, edu, 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 edutainment factor. Edutainment factor. Yes. I feel like there's, there's a lot. There's, um, there's, uh, inscriptions there's art there's history there's a whole museum part that's part of it right yeah it's a whole thing i feel like i feel like there's a lot there yeah you can spend a lot of time there Mm -hmm. um and just this like the scale of it is really impressive like the columns on the outside just yeah the size of the monument itself is is really impressive Mm -hmm. um okay so competitor competitor yeah competition its competitor is Craters of the Moon. So what does the pamphlet say? The pamphlet says, Craters of the Moon is a vast ocean of lava flows with scattered islands of cinder cones and sagebrush. We invite you to explore this weird and scenic landscape where yesterday's volcanic events are likely to continue tomorrow. Idaho, 753,000 acres in Idaho. So yeah, National Monument and a Preserve. Um, yeah, lots of craters. This looks like there's uh, quite a lot to do here. Yeah, a lot of lava field. Nobody built this lava field. Visitors can go for a hike, peer inside a volcano, explore a cave, or gaze up at the spectacular night sky. Yeah, this seems this seems pretty cool. I haven't been. It looks really beautiful, and it looks like there's a lot to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go cave uh, cave diving, right? Oh god, yeah, caving sounds fun, but not the kind where you're like going into the caverns and like shifting your organs around, crawling through um <laughs> <laughs> under the earth. But yeah, these look fun. Um this looks like a spectacular place to do some astral photography, which you could spend an awesome day here um in this beautiful place and then at night do some astral photography, uh, which is on the bucket list for me is to try to get something like that where you see all the stars in the night sky. Like a uh, long exposure, um, clear as yep. day kind of pictures. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. yeah. And you got to go, you got to go out there, man, because um, yeah, light pollution is terrible. Uh, so yeah, you need to go to someplace like this. That's so remote. Um, uh, one of the attractions here is being able to hike up to Inferno Cone. Inferno Cone is a cinder cone. Oh, I'm out. Says the steep trail to the top of Inferno Cone is challenging, but it rewards hikers with a 360 degree view of the Great Rift, the Snake River Plain, and the Pioneer Mountains. Not worth it. On the clearest days, you may even see the Teton Range, 100 miles to the east. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's a cinder cone, which is not an active volcano. It is just basically like a bunch of debris and volcanic ash and cinder that has been built up around a volcanic vent. Good place to fall down and just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. 
Yeah, this is a very this is very much different from the uh, from the Lincoln Memorial. This is an outdoor activity, one hundred percent. Yeah, it looks like you're going here with the intent to explore. Like this isn't just a roll up. Oh, look at take take a look. Like this seems like you could spend like a better part of two or three days here. Lots of edutainment here. Is it time to vote? Well, it's that time again. It's time to vote. It is Lincoln Memorial versus Craters of the Moon. Realining Ori. Okay, hear me out. I'm going to go with Lincoln Memorial. Uh, not that Craters of the Moon isn't incredible and a wonder. I feel like if I'm having been a child myself, um, I think that allegedly, allegedly, um, I think that I would have enjoyed the Lincoln Memorial more than having my dad drag my ass around uh, for two or th- for two or three days of lava fields without any shade. You guys, there's no shade. Although, although the caverns are shady. Hmm. There's trees out there. There's, there's a few trees. Yeah. See, like there's, there's a, a, a few trees <laughs> up at broken top loop trail. I think I'm, st- I'm going to stick with the Lincoln Memorial. You can sit on Lincoln's stony face. Um, Sam? Um, actually, I want to hear Bobby first. I'm going to go with Craters of the Moon because it looks like there's a lot to offer there. Um, hikes, caving, sightseeing, astrophotography. You can really make a trip out of it. Um, it really seems like out in the middle of nowhere and away from, <laughs> you know, like cities and light pollution. So it just seems like a, a really great opportunity to just like immerse yourself in nature and this like spectacular landscape. So I'm going craters of the moon. I think the Lincoln Memorial is obviously architecturally um, beautiful. And, um, but you just, you're there for 45 minutes. You really like, you spend a little bit of time, then you move on about your day and the, and the tour you're on and see something else. But I think there's something enticing to me about um, making a real big trip out of craters of the moon. Um, I have designed this uh, this scenario that we're in right now around the tiebreaker. Um, I knew Ori was going to go Lincoln Memorial, and I knew Bobby was going to go Craters of the Moon. Um, and I really wanted to be the tiebreaker, so um, uh, I am an I'm an evil villain. Yeah, it goes it goes Lex Luthor, Sam Cohen. Yep. Um, I am going Lincoln Memorial, and the reason for that is the second part of edutaining um i feel like craters of the moon would be very edu but i don't think it would be very taining whereas lincoln memorial i think would be both edu and taining it's lincoln memorial to the moon craters (laughs) third matchup next up we've got the liberty bell versus devil's tower all right, guys, let me open up the pamphlet here for Liberty for the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. Um, oh, it's got a nice little picture of the cracked Liberty Bell right there. Um, and it says here that the Liberty Bell bears a timeless message. Proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. Go beyond the iconic crack. <laughs> yeah, baby. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Go beyond... Beyond, oh. it's the it's the it's the, the alternative it's the crack. meat alternative crack yeah, yeah. yeah. beyond crack. crack 
Impossible crack. <laughs> Woo! Um, there are exhibits, films. I mean, guys, I'm sorry. It, it's it's the cracked bell. Like that. That's that, that's about all you got there. <laughs> There's a cracked bell. Um, I have actually been to the Liberty Bell. Have you guys been to the Liberty Bell? I haven't. I no. Um, I I hear so. Okay, couple couple things. First of all, people should we should bring we should bring thereof back. Mm-hmm. Thereof. B. Here's a fun fact about the crack. Mm-hmm. No one recorded no no one recorded when or why the Liberty Bell first cracked. What? This is the worst thing about. This is what makes the Liberty Bell just complete bullshit. Oh. Look, this is not a Johnny Five situation. I'm okay with the Liberty Bell. The Liberty Bell is fine. Go about your business. If you want to go visit the Liberty Bell, that's just fine. But like the most interesting thing about the Liberty Bell is the crack. And just like nobody knows how it happened. It's like when you get when like a rock hits your when when like a rock hits your uh, your windshield in your car and then it's a hot day and then the crack just like spreads. Like that's what they think happened. Like just like there was like a split that developed in the 1840s and then it just it kept splitting that's like their best explanation for it but like there's just there's nothing they're like yeah look it's a liberty bill look at that crack can you believe it and then you're like oh why what's with the crack and they're like "Uh they just shrug their shoulders what cryptid do you think cracked the liberty bell could have been Mothman on accident. Like he just flew into it one night, like <laughs> because it, ah, yeah, because it ah. was yeah, there, there was a light. There was a light. No, I think I think maybe there was a like a light shining off of it or something, and he went he went right at it. So is how about the gift? Is there like a you've been there? Is it is there is there? Can you buy little little crack bells or little little you, little little? <laughs> Yes, you can go it to the must have little bells. You can go to the gift shop. You can get little bells. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, there's there's um, there's like museum, like that whole area is kind of yeah, like there's some museums there and everything. So like the rest of the area is fun to it's Philadelphia, right? Like it's it's there's there's a lot of cool stuff there. Um, but the Liberty Bell itself, there's really just not much there. There's there's yeah, it says on the website here. Um... No one living today has heard the bell ring freely with its clapper, but computer modeling provides some clues into the sound of the Liberty Bell. <laughs> Does it say- so they don't even ring the bell. And do they really need a model to tell you what a bell sounds like? Yeah, some say it sounds like this. Gong. Like a bell? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're shitting on this even though we picked it. So good on us. <laughs> Sound of the Liberty Bell. Liberty! Liberty! <laughs> Liberty! <laughs> Liberty! <laughs> Is that just someone standing by the by the Liberty Bell just like Liberty? <laughs> just oops. one last thing that I want to read from this uh pamphlet. Um, while there is evidence that the bell rang to mark the Stamp Act tax and its repeal, there is no evidence that the bell rang on July 4th or July 8th, 1776. So fans of the Stamp Act. All you stampers out there. And it's repealing. 
all you philatelies out there, um, you can uh, go visit the Liberty Bell. But as for me, I'm ready to talk about the next uh, contender. Um, so uh, the Liberty Bell's ring. Uh, I hope the Liberty Bell's ears are ringing because we've talked about it quite a bit. Next up is the Devil's Tower. Guys, why don't you take a look at this pamphlet I just pulled out here? It's of the Devil's Tower. Very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. It says here that the tower is an astounding geologic feature that protrudes out of the prairie surrounding the Black Hills. It is considered Black Hills, baby. It is considered sacred by Northern Plain Indians and indigenous people. Hundreds of parallel cracks make it one of the finest crack climbing areas in North America. Climb your cracks, people. Devil's Tower entices us to learn more, explore more, and define our place in the natural and cultural world. So if you haven't seen it, it looks like a giant tree trunk, right? Like, is that how you would describe it? Um, oh, yeah. Lots lots of, like, groovy grooves and cracks, mm-hmm. and it protrudes. Yeah. It almost has a pride rock fiber. You know, you might Ooh. see, like, a, you know, a God baboon hang up, uh, hold up a uh, baby lion and then uh, lion king title card i love that uh, part of this uh description um describes uh how this is a beautiful place and it's sacred um but then also it's home to um crack climbers because of course if something is a gargantuan and beautiful um and sacred we have to be like hey y'all look at that we're gonna climb it let's get up there come on (laughs) get up there come on it's a uniquely human thing, and it might be a uniquely American thing to be like, that thing is beautiful. I'm going to climb its face. It's it's more about, like, conquering it, I think. It's more about, like, it can't, it can't tell me what to do kind of kind of attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Look at this thing being all majestic and protruding out of the ground. What does it mean about me? So we're going to put uh, pictures of this as well as everything else um, in the show notes. However, the picture that we're looking at, or that at least I've got up here, um, there's a rock climber that's doing the crack climbing. And how would you describe this? So that their, their, their arms are completely out. Their legs are, are they're, they're doing the splits. They're doing the splits. And I, I can't tell if they're harnessed or not. Or if they're just shimmying up like a spider climbing up the wall. They look like they look like they're not their limbs are barely long enough to to perform this function. Um they look like they're really reaching uh like the smallest miscalculation. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. not gonna be able to like get get re grip, you know? Um so it says the by so the description here is climbing rangers patrol the tower to ensure protection of the resource and the safety of recreational climbers. So I think there's little notches here and they may tie off at certain distances. So mm. if you do fall, um, worst case scenario, you're just catching on that rope and slamming back into the rock face, uh, not tumbling yeah. all the way down. But um, I would like to also say, uh hell no hard pass no thank you i'm out climbing ranger is coming out this summer starring ben affleck as the climbing ranger i ain't climbing up there that's like a uh 
um, Stallone movie. Remember the one where he was like a firefighter or something? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to up that. I'm going to only fight. I'm not going to do it. My daughter's taken hostage by the, in, up the devil's tower. It, it, the helicopter goes. There's a wop wop in the sky. Nope, I lost it. Where he's a firefighter? I don't. What's the movie I'm thinking? I mean, he was literally in the climbing movie called Cliffhanger, where he's not a firefighter. Cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Nope, he's not a firefighter at all. He's a he's a climber. He's a cliffhanger. And John and John Lithgow playing against type as the like menacing evil bad guy. What was it with 80s movies and like where the bad guys were like 20 years older than the hero <laughs> and somehow at the end they had like a fist fight um, where they would stand like toe to toe? Yeah, I don't get it. I think it's just because if you're evil, your power level goes up. Mm. Yeah. Regardless if you're fighting somebody like 20 years your junior. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devil's Tower sound is a badass name. It's such a badass name. Oh, I think that and the Craters of the Moon so far in terms of names, those are the coolest name. There's also Pink Floyd tracks. For sure. Dark Side of the Craters of the Moon. <laughs> craters of the Lost Ark. In terms of activity, it's really just hiking and, cl- and climbing and camping. Mm. That's really all you got here. And I ain't climbing that thing. If there was an escalator, like a space elevator to get to the top, and so you could look down, would you, would you go up there? Mm, I'm, I would do that. All right, it's voting time. Uh, Liberty Bell, Devil's Tower. Uh, let's see. Ori went first last time. Isn't it your turn, Sam? Yeah, actually, I'll go first. Um, this is gonna, um, not going to be any surprise. I'm going Devil's Tower. Both of these are, are kind of one note, but um, Devil's Tower, I feel like there's a little bit more to do. Bobby. I'm going Liberty Bell because I'm going to spend 15 minutes there and then I'm going to go get a cheesesteak. That's hard to argue with. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, that technically is maybe not in the boundaries of most edutaining, but I think um, I'm going to learn a lot and I'm going to ponder the lessons I've learned about history and all that I've surmised uh, from my experience visiting Liberty Bell and reading all the, um, I'm sure, wonderful plaques uh, and inscriptions as I just tuck into a cheesesteak sandwich. All right. Most edutaining. Ori, go for it. Break the tie. Yeah, um, break the tie. I'm going to break the tie like I'm going to break the Liberty Bell. Um, and I'm going to go with because two, it's Devil's Tower. Devil's Tower, we're all going to Wyoming. Well, uh, get cracked. Get cracking. Get cracking, Liberty Bell. Get fucked. Final matchup of round one. Most entertaining. We've got Muir Woods versus the Marianas Trench. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> These are now this is literally Clash of the Titans. Yeah, this is this is the matchup in round one. I think we've all been to the Muir Woods, right? Yes, I have been. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to the Marianas Trench because <laughs> I'm not James Cameron. <laughs> I'm Aquaman of the of the of the Aquamans. I'm gonna get. I have been there. It is beautiful. I'm gonna get out, and we're just gonna talk about it. Um, this is the forest moon of Endor. It has to be said. Um, 
There are no robots there. There are no space bears. <laughs> Plan accordingly. Muir Woods offers an experience available in only a handful of places on Earth. The peaceful groves of Old Coast Redwoods found here are examples of the species Sequoia sempervirens, whose only habitat left on the entire planet is in pockets along the northern half of the California Pacific Coast. I could go on. Um, this is fascinating. Redwoods are um, giant. 380 feet they can grow. Yes. Truly awe-inspiring. Few things in life, um, I think, are truly gobsmackingly beautiful. And I think um, this is one of those places. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's weird. It's like it's um, bizarrely quiet. You feel like you're in an insular ecosystem. Um, it really I, I know we were just talking about the forest moon of Endor, but it really does feel otherworldly. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of greenery, lots of canopy. Uh, so, I mean, edutaining, right? The 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 theme. Mm hmm. Like, uh, sure, a lot of these places are um, fascinating from from like an ecological standpoint. And I think this is um, I think the edge that this gets is that it, it truly there are only a few pockets and space on the planet where you can see these redwoods. And I think that gives it a little more of an edge in the edutainment argument. Edutainment. Edu- yeah. Edutainment. <laughs> I got nothing but love for the for for the redwoods and everything. Yeah. Especially when you're little, big things are super cool. Yeah. The seeds of a redwood can be like the size of a tomato. Like like they're just everything about them is gigantic. It's crazy. Um but yeah, it looks like lots of hiking, lots of trails, lots of places to get in and see up there. Probably really good for bird watching. Oh yeah. What a find, huh? It's competitor. What more can you say about one of the most beautiful places on the planet? Uh its competitor, the Marianas Trench. It it is an actual. It's true. It, it is an actual um, national monument. No joke. The monument includes no dry land, but ninety five thousand square miles of submerged land and water. Is there a pamphlet? There, there is. Let's see here. Located in the Mariana archipelago east of the philippines the marianas trench marine national monument protects approximately ninety-five thousand two hundred sixteen square miles of submerged lands and waters the mariana trench is the deepest place on earth deeper than the height of mount everest above sea level it is five times longer than the grand canyon uh-oh canyon fight and includes some 50, I'll say, 0.5 million acres that are virtually unknown to humans. To call it a national monument is almost like it, it, it's putting baby in the corner, right? Um, for, for, for what this thing is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's the deepest place on earth, deeper than your mom. Mm-hmm. So here's a here's a wrench in <laughs> in our vacation plans, you guys. Um, you can't actually visit this national monument. <laughs> and what makes it national? It is well, it's off of the coast of Guam, which is a U.S. territory, 
and George W. Bush proclaimed it a national monument. Um, so that's what makes it a national monument. So, um, yes, you cannot visit it, but... Should we invest in an underwater helicopter and just go down and visit it? Two in one, baby! Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we'll do the second best remote remote show live from the Marianas Trench. We're like, yeah, guys, so... <gasps> Jesus Christ, it's a giant squid! Um, just these giant animals just, just swimming by us, things we've never seen before. What are, what are those things called? Just like mini submarines? personal submarines that feels yeah. weird like yeah like a personal pan pizza but like your personal why does it feel like an underwater helicopter to me all right so we fly to guam we rent uh an underwater we, we rent um at least three personal submarines we go down and we visit the mariana's trench national monument wait 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 we would each be in our own individual one or would we just all pack into oh i guess we could all like, just pack into the same yeah, one into our yeah. driving get in there without any formal training yeah <laughs> <laughs> just take the wheel yeah if you are looking for an excellent simulation of what um exploring underwater trenches is there's an excellent game called subnautica mm. oh which is essentially this um but an alien planet where you crash land and you go in a submarine and try to survive and find all sorts of horrible shit waiting for you under the sea um Guess try it. It's spectacular and horrifying and wonderful all at the same time. Cool. Very good. That's great. Should we vote? It's time to vote. If it floats your boat, it's time to vote. Bobby first. I'm not going to utter underwater space anytime soon. So <laughs> I will go to the simulated planet in space, the forest moon of Endor. I'm going to go with Mirror Woods because you can go there and have a delightful day. Yep, Muir Woods for me as well. Oh man. Okay. Sorry. I I'm definitely going with uh the Marianas Trench uh because that shit would be edutaining. Marianas Trench is swimming with the fishes. That's Muir Woods. Yeah, it's Muir Woods. Uh that's round 1. Anybody got any uh corrections? Okay. So, I do have some corrections. Uh from a listener who uh was listening all the way back to our second best classic game show episode. Love that episode. Uh, we'll put a link in, a sh- in the show notes. That was uh, episode uh, 14, Double Double Trouble. So we have some corrections. Uh, we talked a lot about Double Dare. Um, this uh, listener um, thought it was crazy that Sam didn't know what Double Dare was. <laughs> Uh, at least the Nickelodeon version of Double Dare. <laughs> the li- the listener is correct. That is that is just weird. That is weirdly. Um, Everybody's got blinds. That's like a weird gap, and I think we covered it in that episode. But Sam, that's that's a very strange gap. Still, yeah. So go back and listen to that where we admonish Sam for not knowing something that we're uh, nostalgic for. <laughs> but uh, they also pointed out that when we were talking about Double Dare, we also conflated two different versions of the show. Originally, there was just one version where it was just kids playing. So it was like best friends or brother and sister. And then there was family Double Dare, which was a whole other production. Like there is like other like different um, activities for them to do. It was like a little bit of a bigger show because it was like four on four versus two on two. 
Mm-hmm. So actually, like two different versions of the show. Hmm. They should have enemies double dare, <laughs> where you have to do it with your enemy. Double dare rivals. <laughs> uh, also, for Wheel of Fortune, um, we were a little confused about uh, when you're like getting prizes, you spin the wheel and pick up prizes. Um, if you get a vacation or a car from the wheel. You don't have to get that letter that you call correct. So let's say I, I spin the wheel. I land on the slice of pizza that says new car. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to like say R and get it right. I still get the car thing, the slice of pizza, right? But you have to solve the puzzle, oh. which is a real bastard. Because even if you get the free car slice <laughs> and then you say, you know, get R, and there's two R's, mm-hmm. you don't get that. You have to go all the way to the end and solve that puzzle to get the prize or the vacation or the Encyclopedia Britannica. I've watched my fair share of Wheel of Fortune, and like I said in that episode, I've still never seen anybody actually win the prize. Interesting. They pick up the slice of pie, slice of pizza, whatever, um, and then um, it's just it's it's never talked about again. Also, I did receive uh, um, some Umbridge, Umbridge cards from the audience. Um Another listener went back and listened to our episode about uh, second best fast food. Oh, that's deep in the archive. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, Yes. Three. A classic. We like to call that the golden era. <laughs> uh, so back in the golden era, when we did second best fast food joint, uh, this person really just it's a it's simple feedback. Um, you are too mean to Taco Bell. Uh, like as a group or, or specifically you, Bobby, cause you were pretty, uh, uh, specifically this was, uh, levied at me that I am too mean to Taco Bell. And in my defense, it's not my fault that Taco Bell is slime in paper mache. Yeah. Cause I was thinking I fucking love Taco Bell. I don't, I don't remember what I said on that episode, but I fucking love Taco Bell. I will go on record that I also do not like Taco Bell, although their Pepsis are legendary. Mm. Um, and, uh, <laughs> their cheesy roll-ups are delicious. Cheesy roll-ups are delicious. And, um, this is, um, I don't think I've actually told you guys this, but on, um, podcast release day, um, I always treat myself to Taco Bell for lunch. Oh, that's a nice little, um, nice little ritual there. Yeah. What else we get wrong? Uh, going back to, uh, our holiday trivia where we did second best proper nouns. <laughs> uh-huh. remember that sure. remember that little that little game yeah uh apparently ori uh needs um a reminder of what a proper noun is because fruitcake is not a proper noun and neither is fireplace okay so hang on a second um the i i have in my defense the name of the game was incorrect i wasn't i wasn't incorrect the name of the game (laughs) was incorrect um the whole system yes because i i didn't like when we were putting together this idea for this game in i never called it yeah i never called it the 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 pronoun whatever the fuck ever um (laughs) i never called it that Hmm. proper noun I never called it the second best proper noun, um, <laughs> nor did I ever intend it to be that. So I think, Sam, you came up with that. And then 
Sam, why do you design games that hurt us? <laughs> <laughs> they either hurt you or hurt me. I, I, yeah. That has been Corrections. Brought to you by Bobby Boats. Keep them coming. If you'd like to send us a correction, uh, head to secondbest.show and tap the button to leave us a voicemail. We always love it. Corrections and feedback is brought to you by By Hand. Remember, you cannot bring gloves by hand and use coupon code FINGIES for 15% off your next order at By Hand. Round two. Round two. As a reminder, our theme for this round is Bobby. Theme for the second round is Best Slideshow. Come home from the vacation. You got to show photos to somebody. And what's you go to one of these places. What's the best slideshow? What's what? What? Um, maybe you're maybe you're putting them on Instagram. Uh, maybe you're sending them to your family and friends. Where are you getting the best pictures? Best flex. Are you pulling out the old slide projector slide projector out? Um, God, I wish they still made those. Um, I'm nostalgic for a bygone era that I never existed in, which was like back in the day when you actually had like the slide projector, like the, the Kodak, like carousel. Um, yeah. Call, uh, I'm a little anachronistic and then I guess like, I guess vinyl is a bit of a anachronism, but I miss those like slide projector era. I like, I'd love to see those come back. Was it cause you had to like, you have to curate a little bit. Totally. Be a little bit of your own. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, Yeah. I think, yeah, it's a show. Yeah. You leave in kind of a racy one and then you're like, oh, <laughs> sorry. How'd that get in there? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Round two. First matchup. Second best slideshow. It's the Grand Canyon versus the Lincoln Memorial. Lightning strikes. Thunder. <laughs> 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 matchup. Guitar stroke. <laughs> Fight. You know, I would love to see a um, like a kaiju movie where like Abraham, <laughs> where like the the giant, you know, the 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 Abraham Lincoln Memorial like gets up and starts like fighting the monster, um, in, at the Grand Canyon. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. But like, it's a desperate fight to like throw one and like another into the grand Canyon. Mm. So yeah. But to them, I guess it's just sort of like falling in a ditch. Not really like (laughs) 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 they're fighting on multiple aircraft carriers floating above the Marianas trench. (laughs) We've eliminated the Marianas trench, so we can't talk about the Marianas trench because you guys fucking eliminated it because you can't go there. How's it going to be the most entertaining if you can't go there? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the monster, they can fight there. Um, okay, a question for you, Ori. Is the is the Lincoln Memorial bot, does he transform into like an F-16 or something? <laughs> no, he like, uh, he's of his time, right? So he has to transform into whatever, <laughs> like, what, yeah, whatever. A loom? <laughs> a catapult? I don't know. Uh- <laughs> A catapult? What is he from the fucking <laughs> a trebuchet? Uh, sure, a, a mill. You know, like an old yeah, a mill. <laughs> there you go. Grinds his opponents and slowly yeah. and <laughs> the great emancipator <laughs> mill.
um, a loom or mill. Um, I'm trying to think of something better, uh, but you you nailed it. Printing press. I don't know. Yeah. When was it printed? <laughs> yeah. A series of essays. Mm. Okay. Um. So. Uh, so I feel like Grand Canyon is kind of like slideshow on easy mode. Like I feel like anybody could be Ansel Adams at, at the Grand Canyon. Um, it's daytime, so you're getting you're getting all the light in your camera. Uh, it's like it's all the landscapes there for you. All you gotta do is take your take take out your camera and take a picture. It's it's already all set up. Nothing you gotta do. I'm with you because I think it's. It is easy mode because no matter where you look, where you turn, seemingly like everything is beautiful and it'd be really difficult not to take a great photo. But I think if you're like in and camping out around there, there's opportunities to do some of that in the area like um, astrophotography. So I think there's it's for the top tier, right? Like if you're not out prepared to take like high level photography, right? Because I think there's there's only room for like to be really special, it has to be kind of like at that level, you know what I mean? Like something niche or whatever. But yeah, I think you're right in that everywhere you kind of look or take your picture, it's probably going to be gorgeous or beautiful or interesting. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. How many, how many cameras do you think are at the bottom of the grand Canyon? <laughs> oh God. It's just littered with those like old disposable cameras. <laughs> uh, Lincoln Memorial. Also, you could take some pretty good pictures there. You really can because the 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 outside surrounding of it and the building itself and um, the scope and scale of the building, right? I think it lends itself to some interesting perspectives. Mm-hmm. It's not easy mode though. Like as opposed, like uh, we're talking about, it's definitely yeah. You need to to get that scale. You need to you need to do it right. Um, otherwise, it's it's very easy to just take a picture of the thing and just be like, mm-hmm. right. Like here's the, I, I was here and I took a picture of, of this thing, right. As opposed to taking advantage of, of the scale and, and the magnitude and the, and all, everything around it and putting that, um, translating that into a, into a picture. I think it's, you need more skills than you would at like the grand Canyon. I totally agree with you. And then, uh, also that's a, that's a harder challenge because you're contending with so many people. If you go a certain oh, yes. time of year, yeah. um, that makes it even harder mm-hmm. when people are all everywhere and all in your face and ruining your shot and not caring. Yeah. You're going to get uh, background extras <laughs> for sure. But considering the, the the content of what it is we're shooting, I feel like Grand Canyon and all of its like ancillary um, activities and areas and things that you can do it's kind of evergreen. I feel like you could show that to anyone and it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Even if you've been there, it's a new perspective perhaps. Like, so even a bad photographer, that's still an interesting subject. Should we vote? Uh, Ori. Oh gosh. You know, I, I was hoping it wouldn't come to the, no, it's the Grand Canyon. Bobby. It's the Grand Canyon. Yeah, it's got to be the Grand Canyon. Yeah, 100%. I'm going Grand Canyon, too. It's the Grand Canyon all the way. Yeah. Even if Mecca Lincoln isn't fighting there. You're late for your play, Mr. Lincoln, because <laughs> the Grand Canyon takes it. Nothing grander than the Grand Canyon. Next up. Round two, second matchup theme best slideshow. It is Devil's Tower versus Muir Woods. Which one of these two settings would be 
better for hunting a man? Uh, my initial impression is Muir Woods. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Uh, you, you can cover more ground, and then also the fog comes in, right? Then it becomes like really tense mm-hmm. with that mm-hmm. uh, that uh, fog obscuring your vision. Just makes it a little easy, a little more difficult to hunt the man. I like it. Okay, it's just my birthday's coming up. I'm just trying to figure things out. <laughs> Second best way to hunt a man. <laughs> uh, Devil's Tower, you can get some of that good uh, crack climbing photos. Um, some of that like action shot photography. Again, you inherit a lot of like the natural beauty of of the of the landscape. Um, just take take a photo of, of of the tower, man. Just like pick up your camera and take a photo. Boom, you're done. You got it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think similarly to the Lincoln Memorial, you get your shot and then what? Right? It's all about the angles. You can go, you can take shots from all around. You can take some climbing shots, but it's all within context and with the with the reference of the the thing, right? The Devil's Tower. Yeah. Yeah, like imagine you're looking at your photos app, you're looking at your live your photo library. And all of the thumbnails are the Devil's Tower. Just different angles. It's really just the one thing. You're really just taking photos of the one thing. You're going to get some great photos of the one thing, but it's the one thing. I guess you could take pictures from the Devil's Tower. So lots of, Mm -hmm. like not of the Devil's Tower, right? But like when you're on top, when you're at the summit, whatever you want to call it, and you, there's probably the view is pretty great, so you can get that 360 degree. There, there is that 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 is potentially spectacular for sure if you uh, get your ass all the way up there. I mean, props if you if you can. Yeah. Um, but I think um, so. I'm just gonna go out and jump out a little bit early and say I think Muir Woods is calling to me because it's this interesting area where not only do you get the woods and, and the redwoods and, and that sort of like uh foresty area, but then there's the bay, right? San Francisco Bay, like you get all of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like these spectacular, spectacular shots of the city, right? Of San Francisco. Like you get you you can just see so much from that vantage point, like right as you get off like um like Golden Gate Bridge, right? You know what I mean? There's just that that one little pocket where yeah. you're getting the bridge, the bay, the city, and Muir Woods. It's like this, like, you couldn't ask for a better spot to spend, like, the afternoon or the day, like, taking photos. Um, so I think uh, that collection of those things is is pretty great. Not just that, too, but, like, it's a whole ecosystem. Like, you want to take a picture of trees? You got it. You want to take a picture of bugs? You got it. You want to take a picture of, like, lakes, uh, by you know, rivers, streams, uh, the fog, Animals, little cute little animals, whatever you want. <laughs> woodland, woodland creatures, banana, banana slugs, all the birds, all the oh, the birds, the birds, Bobby. Oh, that didn't get me started on the birds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe spot some cryptids. Take some pictures of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Big, you know, Bigfoot in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, take some uh, some wedding photos. Mm. Some hiking photos, hunting a man photos, some photos of the the body that you're about to bury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Some dead body photos. <laughs> it's an embarrassment of riches when it comes to 
photographic opportunities. Guys, we really love Mirror Woods, don't we? Like we're all about it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty great. I mean, we got to vote though. We got to we got to do it. So, uh Bobby, call me an Ewok cuz I'm going with Mirror Woods. Yep. Uh same here. Also, I just looked at I looked up photos from uh people taking photos on top of Devil Ta- Devil's Tower. It's tall. It's um it's cool, but it's also you're just looking at a fucking desert. Like there's I, I don't know. Yeah, because you're standing on top of the cool thing and you look around, and you're just like, awesome. <laughs> uh, my my vote, Sam, I'm taking you with me on my birthday to um, Muir Woods, where one of us <laughs> won't come back alive. Hey, uh, you want to you want to go camping for my birthday? <laughs> it's just you and me, yeah. Muir, <laughs> Muir Woods. How many how many days equipment should I bring? Yeah. That's a couple. Eh, you'll be fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. Also, hey, uh, how fast is your mile, by the way? <laughs> All right, second best way to hunt a man. I'm saying bow and arrow. Second best? Uh, yeah, bow and arrow. Yeah. And I don't mean like a compound bow. I mean like a fucking bow and arrow. Mm. First best is a javelin. Second best <laughs> is a bow and arrow. <laughs> Lockout javelin. A javelin. I like that. Lockout is javelin because there's some weight there, and you can really. Hmm. I'm gonna have to give this one some thought. I'm. I'm thinking more ex- explosives. Well, that'll get the job done. It's kind of cheating though, a little bit. Ooh, I know. I know. I know. Uh, a piano. <laughs> okay. So is it like you're trying to lure them into the spot where you have the piano hanging, and then you drop the piano? Yes. Got it. Yep. What's this piano doing in the middle of the woods? Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) (laughs) It's the stupidest thing I've heard today. (laughs) That's round two. Uh, Before we get to the finals, I need a a little bit of a palate cleanser. Um, Bobby, do you have a game for us? I do have a game. Yes. Are you ready to play a game? Born ready. I'm super ready. Um, this is a little game I'm calling Second Best Slideshow. Hey. Ooh. All right. So uh, uh, on brand with our uh, theme for round two, I am going to show each of you a series of pictures and you are going to describe your vacation based on these pictures. Okay. I like it. Is it just one photo? Nope. It's going to be four photos each. Okay. And I'm going to put each photo up one at a time. uh, And then I am going to decide when we move to the next photo. Okay. So when I say next slide, we're going to move on. All right. Who wants to go first to describe their vacation for the second best slideshow? Dealer's choice. Sam. All right. You're up first. Here we go. I'm going to show you the first photo. Um, thank you, friends and family, for gathering for my slideshow. Um, this vacation didn't ended up uh, didn't end up the way that I wanted it to, but we had some moments there, didn't we? Well, we took the car. I didn't get the oil changed before we left for vacation so once we got out to the desert it was really struggling first we saw the smoke from 
the front of the car. I let that go. In hindsight, that was a mistake. That's when I should have pulled over, but I thought we could power through. Um, once the fire started from the hood, then I decided it was probably time to to pull over. Again, in hindsight, probably should have gotten out of the car instead of telling everybody to just stay in the car while it was on fire. Um, eventually, we got out of the car. We pulled over. We were able to push the car that was on fire un- onto the dirt so that it wasn't on the highway. Unfortunately, all of our stuff was still in the car that was on fire. In hindsight, I wouldn't have gotten the car, I wouldn't have gotten our stuff out of the car that was still on fire. That was my mistake. Um, But I still decided, you know, we still needed to get our stuff out. So I got the stuff out of the car. Next slide. All of the suit. Oh, okay. Um, Well, this was an, okay. So (laughs) this vacation, uh, you know, this stop on our vacation, again, started great. Series of bad decisions. The GPS told us, told me to make a right. I made a right, you know, off the road and onto the sand near the beach. Once we were on the sand, in hindsight, I realized that was a bad decision. I probably should have stopped the car. The GPS said to keep going, so I kept going. Uh, Once the car hit the ocean and it told me to keep going, in hindsight, I should have stopped. That was the point, but I still kept going. Once the car got stuck in the sand, in hindsight, I should have left the car and called somebody. That was my mistake, but I kept going. Once high tide came in, that's when I really should have like gotten the car somewhere else or called somebody. We didn't get the car out of the out of the sand. A lot of water came into the car. It kind of uh, start, you know, once that tide really took over, um, the the car was pretty much lost to uh, to the gods of the ocean. Um, again. <laughs> It did put out the fire. Whew. And slide. <laughs> and slide. <laughs> Yay. Oof. Yay. That was fun. Ori, it is time for you to share with us what you did on your summer vacation as you fire up the Kodak carousel and show us your slideshow. Here we go. Slide one. Tell us what's up with this photo. Thanks, everyone, for gathering around the wall. What a summer. Thank you for joining me on this journey as I take you on a visual tour of our America Gone Wild summer 2022 Aviv family road trip. So this first um, picture I want to show you, this was part of our kid fun zone. Uh, We let the kids, you know, uh, kind of we actually don't have any kids, um, but we went there to to drop off. Um, our neighbor's kids, even though they didn't ask to be, but we dropped them off anyways. And uh, um, they, uh, they, what they did was, is um, they kind of went and and stole um, a, a jet ski. Next slide. So you can see here, there's a man. Uh, again, I'm taking the picture here. Uh, there's a man who's sitting um, on the beach with um, what looks to be uh, an oil field uh, on fire. So this was part of our um, getting jiggy with it uh, excursion. <laughs> you get on the bus and they take you to uh, a, they blindfold you and then they take you to um, to a random area that is just uh, ravaged by, uh, by some sort of a disaster or something like that. So in this case, they took us to, um, it looks like, yeah, they took us to some beach 
Um, things were engulfed on fire. Uh, you could feel the heat uh, on your face uh, from the fire. And this uh, this nice man uh, was just sitting there. By the way, nobody else on the beach except for this one person. <laughs> um, I didn't see a car. I don't know how he got there. I don't know if he set the fire. He said his name was um, Houdini Hank. Next slide. Okay, so um, what you're seeing here is a person uh, attempting to, well, it looks like they're attempting to dive into a body of water. But what we were doing is, this is um, another weird uh, thing. It was, it was called man fishing. And uh, what we would do <laughs> is there would just be a bunch of, um, we would go, we would be at the top and there would be a bunch of people in the water um, and we would, and they would give us like lasso type of, um, it would look like a lasso. What you would do is you would throw it down, you would try to catch people. Um, and then when you caught someone, um, you you kind of had this had to do this interesting little um, kind of it was they had this special knot. And you had to kind of pull it in a way that um, it would it would <laughs> tie around um, if you could just catch a person. Um, and then it was it was actually hooked up to this uh, machine in the back that as soon as you caught someone, you could press the button and it would just hoist them up um, just right out of the water. Um, and slideshow. Very good. Hey, America Gone Wild. This game is brought to you by Houdini Hanks Man Fishing. Well, thank you for sharing your second best slideshow. I hope it wasn't excruciating. <laughs> that was exquisite. Thank you, Bobby. That was a lot of fun. All right. Final round. No themes. Head to head. As always. 1v1. It's a heads up matchup to Marvels of Nature. It is the Grand Canyon versus Muir Woods. What is the second best national monument, gentlemen? Well, okay, so these are these are second best to uh, the Statue of Liberty, Grand Canyon, Muir Woods. You guys, I don't want to choose. I know I've got a I've got a favorite here. What's a what's informing sort of without giving it away? What's informing your choice here? So uh, it's it's it for me, it always comes back to the themes. Uh, best slideshow, most edutaining. Like if I'm planning a vacation and I'm going to one of these national monuments, I'm thinking about how am I going to spend my time? What am I going to be able to see? Um, what am I going to be able to do? Like what are all the activities and stuff like we talked about before? I just want all of it. I want lots of everything. Um, I want the big things. I want the small things. I want to be able to like, I want to be able to fill my time. I'm not I'm not a big lounge around guy. I'm a big activities guy. Um, and I want I want to know that I can like fill my time. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about is um, I got a couple days of, of time to fill. What am I going to do? What about you? When you when you're planning a vacation to a national monument, what are you looking? Uh, I don't know. I, I shoot somewhere in the middle. I don't like a ton of activities just like nonstop. Um, I'm really the kind of person that when I go on vacation, I want to do a little bit of nothing. I want to mix in a little bit of relaxation, a little bit of um, downtime. So I like a good mix of activities um, and just kicking it. So, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I think it comes back to these, these themes informing my decision and I have a, I have a, I have a personal favorite, but I have an, I think 
the other option is sort of scratching in the back of my mind is sort of the better, like holistically from back to front, like a better national monument than my personal favorite. So I'm a little torn trying to be objective about it. Ori Rayat. Well, first of all, Sam, I just, I think that you need to give a lounging around vacation a shot. And if a come on vacation with me, I'll show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I promise I won't, I won't, <laughs> I won't murder you in the woods <laughs> this time. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I think I appreciate both of these equally sticking with the theme. I have a front runner uh, or with the themes, I should say um, I do have a front runner and I like the fact that I've been to both of these places. So I, I can, you know, I'm, I can make an educated personal decision on this. Mm-hmm. You are uniquely qualified to compare these two. Uh, sh- sure. Um, I wish it could be one, but I think it's the other. I'll say that. Um, but I think I'm ready to decide. Yeah, and and uh, Bobby, I think I know where you're going with this too. Also, uh, that objectively it feels like one thing, but personally, I feel like it should be the other. All right, so we are voting in our secret ballot. It is a highly sophisticated algorithm um, to determine the second best beep, item. Beep, 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 beep. Um, the mm-hmm. results have been tabulated, and I think we're ready for the reveal, gentlemen. Hit enter on one, two. Three, go. We've got a winner. Oh, the winner is Grand Canyon. Two to one. Grand Canyon is your second best national monument. Yep. Give it up to the gash. Here's why I voted Grand Canyon. I think um, it feels like a more, there's more to offer in the area, right? Like there's the hiking uh, camping, glamping, I'm sure rafting. There's just some, the, some, that entire area. There's just so much. It's like a rich and bountiful, uh, area for like opportunities to do different activities and things like learn a lot, like incredible slideshow opportunities here, uh, night and day. And it also has the added little dash of seasoning that you could, you know, stop in Las Vegas, uh, on the front or back of this trip, which is a favorite of mine. So. Yeah, I think it's Grand Canyon as much as I personally think Muir Woods is probably like my personal favorite. I think although all things considered for everyone, I think Grand Canyon is the second best national monument for me. Ori, any thoughts? So my first thought is I it looks like I spelled it as Grande Canyon. Grande Canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ariana Grande and, Canyon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I echo everything. Bobby's saying, I think it's got the more, which is funny because Sam, you th- w- at the top of the episode, you said when you look at a, for a national monument, um, you look for m- like lots of things, right? Like a plethora of things to do. Mm-hmm. And I think Grand Canyon fits the bill there. Um, I'm more of a forest person as, as opposed to a, like a desert person. So for me, Muir Woods is more of a kind of my, my scene, mm-hmm. but um uh, yeah, that's why the Grand Canyon, I won't belabor the point. Um, it's pretty much everything Bobby said. Uh, so I was the, uh, lone, lone holdout for Muir Woods. Um, that being said, I agree with you guys that for most people, um, Grand Canyon's a, uh, it's, it, it's a, it's a great vacation. It's a great national monument. It's definitely one of the wonders of the world. And I feel like everybody should go. 
And um, but um, at the same time, I feel like uh, a lot of people would have a lot of good times uh, fucking around in a forest. So um, we should be forest people. And if you do go, send us your photos and we will judge your photos and your slideshow viciously. Should we have people send in their vacation photos and we'll roast them? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We will roast your slideshow. Okay. Send us your vacation photos from National Monument, National Park, whatever it is, and we will roast them. Or if you just like, you know, go 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 to sandals or something or, you know, Uh, we want to see those terrible vacation photos. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, I'm on vacation. If you don't like your life, then you should go and change it. So that's it for us today. If you have an umbrage card for us, or if you agree with us, or somewhere in between, let us know at secondfest.show. Tap the mic, leave us a voicemail, uh, send us your vacation photos, send us any feedback. And one last thing before you stop this episode, make sure to leave that star rating and review. It helps a lot. Ori, who is our friend of the show this week? Friend of the show is 70 degree weather with 10% humidity. Mm. Mm. Love it. So good. Who's our enemy of the show this week? Uh, Enemy of the show this week is expired milk. Get fucked, expired. Boo. 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 Fuck out of here. See you next time. Tell your friends. Bye. Every, Every single day. say the class one of the classiest things i've ever seen is uh french onion soup served in a big ass onion so you could get away with that by hand because you just oh. pick up the whole onion and just like it's a hollowed out yep onion mm-hmm. oh. yep last night i was um talking to somebody about twice baked potatoes Ooh. basically just like mashed potatoes with a bunch of um I'm assuming you get, do you guys know what you, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is yeah. a um, crowd pleaser at my mom's Thanksgiving or Christmas. I wasn't aware of this. This was, this was new to me. Now I want to try it. Second best way to make a potato. Just hollow out that, hollow out that potato and fill it back up with mashed potatoes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is glorious because then the skin is like salty and crispy and creates little mashed potato boats. Nice. Why stop it too? Twice to do thrice bake. Bake it three. Yeah. Thrice bake. <laughs> Go go f- that's the leftovers. Go for the fourth. Go for the fifth. <laughs> okay, you take <laughs> the twice baked potato, and then you take that mm-hmm. and put it in a bigger potato, in a sweet potato. Okay, mm. put that on top of mm-hmm. a baked sweet potato. Right now, you're mixing it up a little bit. Got a little bit savory, a little bit sweet. For the fourth baking round, you put a bunch of like frozen French fries on there on the like a cookie sheet, and then you bake it again, and then you put you sprinkle it with like tater tots. That's the fifth baking the sixth baking what do we got tater tots oh and then the mm-hmm. sixth baking is you kind of rub some like uh some olive oil around Ooh. the whole mass and then you roll that in um in like hash brown stuff so you got like that and then yeah so now you just have a big old mass of potatoes. T- then <laughs> don't stop why stop there so 
make some homemade baked potato chips. Oh, keep going. Crush them. Yeah. And garnish Mm -hmm. with the potato chip pieces on top of this uh, potato monstrosity. I love it. And then you have a side. You have your seven, seven baked, seven times baked potato. And then on the side, you have uh, scalloped potatoes. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, potatoes are gratin. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Come on down to buy hand. Try the potato tornado. Our eight times baked potato monstrosity.